Hey, 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 happy day 26. Sharon Hornellstrom here. We're going to talk about mental soap today. We are going to apply the soap framework to our mental health, our mental, I guess, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial. They're all health and then relationships and contributions. Those are the seven key areas of our life. And we're going to talk about, and I'll run through a quick example of applying the soap framework to our mental capacity. Now, Again, you can group anything you want under your mental well-being, your mental health. And I usually think and, and group in here my thoughts, my beliefs. Remember, feelings emotional, but my thoughts, my beliefs, and what are our beliefs? They're just thoughts that we think a lot or we experience a strong emotional uh, event when we, when we thought something and we link those thoughts and those beliefs together and those feelings with our thoughts and if we have a strong emotional feeling when we're experiencing something the thoughts we're thinking at the time get linked up to that feeling and that emotion so if we're really really scared by something and we think a thought that oh I'm really afraid of the dark guess what we're gonna link up and we're gonna have a stronger affinity to believing that we are actually afraid of the dark when really are we afraid of the dark dark is just the dark it's just light and dark it's not a, a bad thing or a good thing it just is and it's our interpretation and our belief about that thing that makes it impact us in certain ways so our mental capacity couple tools we'll use today we're gonna to use gratitude because gratitude is a great antidote for any false belief now here's the, the rub about our beliefs we just think they're true even if they're a lie and so if somebody says well pick a limited belief which is what I was gonna to do today I was gonna to say pick a limited belief and then we're gonna use the mental soap to go through and change or look at that belief and see if it's really true for you and what you can do to move away from you know, our story is this is the truth for me this is my belief so if I realize that it's not true and I want to experience something else in my life how do I get from where I am to where I want to go with respect to that belief but before we do that, I did a little fun research and I realized that in each of these areas and aspects of our life, we have automatic go-to false beliefs. So I did a little exercise and I said, well, what are mine? What is the first thing that pops into my head when I think of my physical health and well-being? Well, it's usually something to do with time, resources, or desire. I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to sleep. I don't have time to eat right. I don't have time to take care of myself. Or I don't have the money to get a personal trainer. I don't have the, the resources to uh, join a health club. And right now during COVID, I couldn't even if I wanted to. So those are some of my go-to physical excuses, right? It, our, our reasons for believing certain things. We can justify our beliefs till the cows come home. Our egos, when we say I am blank, I am something, I am too old, I am too young, I am not enough, I am fat, I am skinny, I am whatever, no matter what it is, even if it's an absolute lie and no one else on the planet would ever say it to us and believe it, our ego will feed us up all of the evidence we need to think that that's true. So if you think you're stupid, if you say, oh, I'm so stupid, I always do this, guess what? Your subconscious will now feed you up the 10 or 20 or 10,000 examples of times when you did or said something stupid in the past. And so part of this SOAP framework is to help us overcome the little ego belief monsters that, that actually eat away at us and cause us to believe things about ourselves that just aren't true. Guess what? <laughs> 
and and I read a really fun article about this this morning, and it's it's uh, by a lady named Celeste Chow, and she talks about the seven false beliefs and what to do about them. It's a really good article. I just googled it and found it. But the seven false beliefs, I find. I see myself in almost all of them, which is scary, and I'm not saying I do now, but throughout the course of my life, I can find examples of when I have believed each and every one of these. So I'm gonna quickly share them with you before we get into the SOAP framework and see if you can relate to any of these as well. And I'm not gonna go what it is and what you can do about it, that's, that's a deeper dive than this, but I found it really interesting that I saw myself in so many of these. So number one, I can't tell the truth because I'm, I may be judged, I may get judged. Number two, I don't wanna get close to this person lest my heart get broken. So who hasn't, not, not, it's not about not telling the truth, it's about maybe it's, it's not saying something by omission because you don't wanna hurt somebody's feelings. That would be an example of, you know, I can't tell the truth because it'll hurt somebody's feelings or I'll get judged for it. Uh, I don't wanna get close to somebody be, lest I have my heart broken. Who among us has not had their heart broken at some point? Yet, we're still here today. Uh, I don't wanna ask for what I want because I might, what if I get rejected? Uh, I can't trust people because I've been betrayed before. So, have we ever been rejected before? Uh, probably tens of thousands of times, if not in the hundreds of thousands of times throughout our life. And we're still here, right? I can't trust people again because I've been betrayed before. Many of us have been betrayed before, me included. Uh, yet here I still am moving through my life. I can't pursue my dreams because I don't know what I'll do if I fail. I think all of us have, have wanted something and then decided not to go after it because we didn't think that we could get it or deserve it or it would happen for us. Uh, I don't need to be successful in order, I don't need to be successful so I am not going to strive for success. This is a really insidious one. It's um, related to, I don't have to have a lot of money to have a great life, therefore I'm not even gonna strive for riches or, or go for making a lot of money. And this is one, uh, this is a really interesting trap. It's the self-intellectual trap where we convince ourselves we don't need something in order to get something else and we use it to justify why we don't go after what we want. It's a really scary one because again, our ego will feed up all the reasons that we do or do not want to do something or do or do not need to do something and it's it's a the only one that can fix it is us but it's also a self-fulfilling trap and process prophecy and the last one is it's too late to pursue my dreams I'm too old I'm not good enough etc so I went through and I did the uh, the P for each of the areas of my life and I said and I just asked myself well what is the most common excuse I personally use in each of those areas and so for physical, it was, you know, the, I don't have time or resources of some sort, and that's my excuse. And so it's basically, what are the excuses I'm telling myself in each of these areas and aspects of my life that I'm trying to let myself off the hook from doing the things that would be in my best interest? Uh, mental is what don't deserve, not good enough. Um, global thoughts and feelings and beliefs about the world, the universe, people, places, things, um, life in general, uh, our beliefs about that. Uh, emotional, I put scared, you know, what are we afraid of? Uh, because that is pretty much the driver of all excuses with respect to our emotional health. Uh, spiritual, I put others will judge me. Financial, I put money's bad, it's for other people. Uh, and then I, I will admit I fall into the trap of I don't need a lot of money to be happy, therefore I don't have to pursue my, my money goals and dreams. 
relationships, um, don't trust, heartbroken before, and contribution, you know, who am I to do this? Who do I think I am? The whole kind of, I learned about imposter syndrome when I came online. So how do we use our SOAP framework to help us with any of these beliefs? If we ever catch ourselves saying, I can't, I don't, I won't, I shouldn't, and then blank, whatever's after that, guess what? It's probably a false belief or a lie that we're telling ourselves. I don't want to go to the party. Really? Do you not want to go to the party? Or do you not feel confident and good about yourself? Or you don't have anything to wear? Or your hair cuts ugly? Or you have a zit on your face? And that's why you don't want to go to the party. But do you really not want to go to the party? Or do you just have other excuses and reasons that you think you might be uncomfortable or embarrassed? Right? So, so framework. Let me think of a limiting belief. I wish I would have done a survey and say, hey, what's a limiting belief you want me to talk this so framework through? Because again, our beliefs are just things that we think a lot, think often, and our mindset, you know, our global beliefs frame and create our mindset. And we will never do things, including use the so framework that don't fit our image of ourselves. So if we don't believe that we can change or that we want to change or that we can deal with challenges that come our way, we will, our ego will serve up all the reasons that we can't. So let me pick, let me think of a, um, see what did I write in my book? I actually did this exercise today. So, uh, I did the, I can't afford, but that one speaks too much to abundance for me. Um, why don't I say, oh, here's a good one. Okay. I can't afford it. I'm not good enough. It's too hard. I'm too tired, I'm too scared, etc. We we often frame our excuses in ways that sound better to ourselves. So I don't think I, I might tell myself I'm too tired, but I don't think I ever tell myself, "Oh, I'm scared. I'm too scared to do that. I'm not going to go to this event because I'm scared or I'm not going to put myself out there to present as a summit speaker in a particular summit because I'm scared." I would never say I'm scared. I would have all kinds of more good sounding excuses to me than, than that. But bottom line, it all rolls down to, well, I'm scared or I don't think I deserve or I don't think I'm good enough to do that thing. So let's look at the, I guess since I wrote down and I, I did it for, for abundance, I can't afford that. I, it's too expensive. I don't deserve. I did it for that. Let's just walk through that example because it'll be easier than coming up with one in my head on the fly. Um, and again, I can do it in my head really fast, but to talk about it and explain it in steps to other people is a little more challenging. So let's look at the soap of the I am belief. Or I guess I could do I'm too old because sometimes I think I'm too old. All right. I think I've already done the I'm not good enough. So let's do I'm too old. Uh, I'm too old. So what's the story I'm telling myself right now? Well, I'm 60. I turned 60 this year. It's COVID-19. So I feel like I'm too old to create the business and the life that I want, the, the ultimate life that I want. And a lot of other things have changed and I could give a bunch of excuses, but let's just use and keep it simple with, I think I'm too old to go after my dreams and desires of creating the, the ultimate business that I want. I originally came online because I wanted to recreate my offline success online and Personally, I haven't come anywhere close to that. So 
my excuses. I'm too old. I, it's too hard. I guess I could come up with a whole bunch of them. It's too hard. I don't understand the technology. I don't want to learn the technology. It's not because I'm lazy. I'm old and have bad eyes and I don't want to do it. So I can make all these stories about what my current story is of why I am too old. And again, my, if I say I am blank, I am too old, too blank to do the thing that I want. My ego will serve up literally hundreds or thousands of reasons why I'm too old. And it'll give me all the examples of why I'm too old, why I'm tired, why I'm scared, how I failed in the past. Horrible story, right? So I want to get away from that story that I'm letting my ego tell me as quickly as I possibly can by focusing on what is my desired result? What do I really want my story to be? I want my story to be that I have all of the energy and the vitality and the desire to create whatever it is I want in my life, no matter how old I am. So I might be here 90 sitting and talking to you about the business that I've created and con continuing to create and evolve. Even if I'm 90 or 100, 99, like my grandmother was when she passed away last year. So what are, what's the O of that? How do I get from the story I'm telling myself now to where I want to be? <coughs> After drinking a drink of coffee, got a tickle in my throat. <coughs> so what are the O's? What are the possibilities? What are the options? What are all the different ways I can fill the gap? Well, of course, I love brainstorming. I like the, 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 um, the technique of going about my day and just throwing on post-it notes. What are some things that I can do to create the thing that I want? To overcome the belief that I'm too old and find ways to prove that I'm not that old after all. <coughs> so by asking that question and looking for options, now I've kind of shut down the excuse-making machine that's in my head, the back of my brain playing, and I've turned on the option possibility, eye-opening, opening, it's like opening a valve or a faucet, and all of a sudden, we've opened that valve and the water can pour through, we've opened the valve and now the possibilities and the options can pour through. So I'll think about different ways that I can um, get what it is that I want that prove that I'm not too old. So I'm looking for proof that I'm not too old. Well, I still get up and exercise every day. I still do all these things and I can list all the different things that I do even though I'm 60. I can think of all the things that I still do now that I'm 60 that I did when I was 20, that I did when I was 30, that I did when I was 40. And that's proof to me that I'm not too old because I'm still continuing to do those same things. So now the A, of course, is I need to pick one thing and do that today that's going to reaffirm that I'm not too old to get what I want. I might go online and explore and look at the success stories of, of people that are my age or beyond that have achieved their goals and dreams. I think of Colonel Sanders. I think of um, <clears throat> all kinds of other people that... Uh, Louise Hay is one of my favorites. She didn't start her publishing company and get involved in that until she was 60 or in her 60s. So there's all kinds of examples. So maybe I'll go and I'll search out inspirational stories of other people that have done great things in their elder years because I consider myself mature, mature. Let's use the word mature. Uh, and then what tool can I use to, um, uh, to help me as I'm looking at making progress? At the, the better I feel, the better I feel, the less I feel negative, or pulled toward the I'm too old belief and I replace it with the possibilities, what can I do to um, solidify that? What kind of a system process or procedure can I put in place or a habit to remind myself or to keep me feeling young? I guess I want to keep feeling young and energized versus feeling 
old, worn out, tired, and creaky. I guess that's my current state. So what are some processes? What's a process and a thing I could put in place to make sure that I feel that way every day? Well, number one, I keep moving. You know, I can keep moving. I can keep exercising every day to keep my joints and my body going so that I don't feel old and creaky and rickety. I can do things to, to help my health and take care of myself, make sure I'm eating and exercising and taking care of myself, taking supplements. I guess that switches to physical, but those are all things that I can do to make sure that I feel like I'm young enough to do whatever I want. And our tool today, I wanted it to be gratitude. I guess I haven't talked about gratitude very much today, but <clears throat> I use gratitude every day. I have a, a practice where 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at night, and then several times during the day, I think of things I'm grateful for. I also like to turn things around and flip switch things. So if I'm upset about something, I like to flip that to the other side of you know, what am I, what am I grateful for in this situation? Sometimes situations just feel yucky, right? And we are so focused on what's bad about the situation that we forget that there's always good. There's always two sides of that coin and we can flip it over and we can see what's on the other side of this. And so I look for things that I'm grateful for. What am I grateful for? I'm grateful for what I know now versus what I knew when I was in my twenties. Oh my God. You know, the only, way I'd want to be 20 again is if I knew everything that I know now so I wouldn't make the same mistakes and the same choices that I made in my 20s in my 60s. So I'm super grateful for so many things that I've learned, so many experiences and lessons that I've learned, the lessons that I've brought with me. And if I think of all the things I'm grateful for, if I focus on the things that are working, then it helps to dissolve those false beliefs. One of the fastest ways we can dissolve any false belief is to shine a light on it and then be grateful for the lesson that it's taught us. You know, we can regret that we haven't done certain things in the past, but that doesn't do us any good. But if we shine light on, okay, I see where I was and who I was then and what I believe and how changing that belief and looking at it differently can change everything for me. So that is our soap, our mental soap. I think it was a little convoluted today, and that's okay. Uh, love to have you for your action item today. Go through soap. Think of a false belief. I am blank. Anything you say, I blank. And then the format that I just learned today, I can't do X because of Y. Anytime we're telling ourselves that, it's a false belief. Pretty much everything and anything, whenever we use can't, I think I've said there's no such thing as can't. If we say we can't do something, it's usually almost always 99 to 100% of the time a lie that we're telling ourselves. So pick one of those statements or look at another area or aspect of your life or your mental area of your life. Maybe your worldview. Maybe you think or have a certain belief or prejudice or worldview that you want to look at and say, okay, this is what I believe now, but what do I really want my belief to be? And then look at the options. Look at Take an action to either learn more. Sometimes we just need to learn more about ourselves or learn more about the world or the thing that we're making a judgment about and then we can take an action and just learning is an action and then how can we say okay well maybe i'm going to put myself in situations once a month going forward to increase my understanding of this particular area or subject and that will help me to move closer to the direction of what i want to think about this thing um, that's it. Have an amazing day. I will be with you tomorrow. Oh, and share in the comments below just one thing you're grateful for, right? Or or an affirmation. I love affirmations, but I want them to always be, I am something that I want, not I am something that I don't want, right? I am whatever it is that I want. All right. Have a great day. I'll be with you tomorrow. Take care.